Ohio. Welcome to the patch. Yeah, brought to you today by Nature Box and Trunk Club. What am eating? The and Trunk Club. Flip. There we go. Hey, hey nice work, Ryan. Yeah, I've, I've done a really good job. I've remembered it the past several times. I even remembered the sponsors. It's about 50-50 with me. So proud of you. Sometimes I just, oh, right. They grow up you, so uh, fast. 20 minutes later, brought to you by <laughs> Nature Box and Trunk Club. I've never seen you flip it. Uh, well, I, just for, I think one time flat out just forgot to announce the sponsors Fired. at the beginning. Oh, well, I, thankfully, I, I had to beg on my knees <laughs> in abject contrition. Like you do. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I don't think you had to. I think someone just really enjoyed making you. Yeah. That's also possible. It's true. Just, yeah. We have a whole series where that's called free play. We <laughs> don't have to do anything. <laughs> well, welcome to Batch, where we talk about sometimes video game stuff. Maybe today we'll do that. We'll see. You know. Yeah. Hit or miss, really? No, I, I definitely want today to talk about Firewatch, but I think we should probably save it to the end. You want to do spoilerish stuff? Well, it's difficult to it's difficult to discuss a game like Firewatch without referring to the ending. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think maybe we'll save it a little bit so people who are particularly spoiler conscious can bug off. I mean, there's a couple things we can talk about. Uh, it's well, though I guess it would be better to just talk about it all. Talk, yeah, we'll talk about it all at once. Just get all mm -hmm. wrapped up together in a nice mm -hmm. little package. Well, why don't we start off with Far Cry Primal because yeah. you've been playing that. We just put up a Let's Play in that. Mm. It was me and Michael killing uh, lots of animals. Did you kill it, a mammoth? Were they well, you have to. Mm. You start off killing a mammoth. Mm. I mean, well, because it's a mammoth hunt, and then they really your whole take tribe you down gets wiped out, right? Pretty much, yeah. They, you start with killing a mammoth, and after that's like, yeah. all right, let's learn to club some rats. Oh, like, so you take it big, and then you come back down. Well, like, how do we get here? Everybody dies in your. Well, that's not really a spoiler. That's like the first twelve seconds of the game. That's the premise. That's what really they is, opened yeah. it with when they announced the game. He's like, like you're, here, take you're my necklace dude. and go to the land of Oreos. Oh, is that what an Oreolization is? Oh! <laughs> Tying it into the There you go. Uh, or Oros is actually where you're supposed to go. But yeah, so I, yeah, I got to say, initially I was a little concerned that, uh, and I guess in all fairness, like that video was a sponsored video. This conversation is not. So um, I was concerned that the... Thank you for your transparency, Ryan. I'm just, I, mean, I don't even know how that works anymore, but that was a sponsored video. I don't, I'm not under any obligation to, to them at this point, I don't think. You can shit all over it if you want. Right. Uh, I just, before you tell me, it looks like you're lactating. Could you move your hands? <laughs> just this hand right here. It's what, because it was... It, you just you it was just Coke on you, but it looks a little, a little, little, little nipple little splash. Right you're, you've like straightened it out. Oh, here. let me put it back up. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. That's. Let me make sure I got you gave it. Me a We're little, good. We got it. We've like learned each other's little facial expressions, and you gave me a little face, and I laughed at you, and I felt like I needed. I owed you the explanation. Oh, thank Please you. now tell us about Far Cry Primal. I was I was a little dubious of the. Now, in fairness, too, I haven't gotten far enough in the game where like the meat of the game is being able to summon animals and like send them after people. But I was initially very concerned about the lack of like summon them magically weapons. or tame them. You, I think you can kind of tame them. And again, I haven't gotten that far in the game, but you can s somehow subjugate them to your will okay. and send them after people. They're, they become in a, in effect a weapon that you can use. Okay, just making sure we're talking about like actual physical animals and not some sort of like shaman mystical ghost animal summoning. They're actual animals, but the summoning part yeah. seems to be some sort of. There's mystical still some shamanism something. to it. Yeah. Um, but just in the part that I played thus far, which is we've got maybe an hour in, uh, the lack of, you know, like different gun types hasn't bothered me yet. So the, the the reliance on melee and like a bow, a bow is honestly one of those weapons that I just like using anyway. Mm. Even I think I did most of my Far Cry three and four playthroughs with the bow anyway. 
So it didn't really put me off that much. Mm. Though I did love a good silent sniper rifle from a two or three hills away. Yeah, who I'm a, wouldn't? I'm a right? big fan of bows in general. Like, if there is a game and it's got a bow and arrow in it, I'm probably using it, even if my other option is a machine gun. I don't understand either of you because the shotgun is clearly the answer to all it's of gaming. Loud. It's loud. Everyone great. in the neighborhood oh, hears you. Oh no, people hear me. It's a video game. I'm killing them all. Uh, okay, look. I like to go in stealthy. Oh, Shotguns sure are great. Do. I want the last guy to die not knowing everyone else in his little team. I'm is perfectly there. fine I with shooting somebody yeah. and then they're like, "What the hell?" and we're like, it doesn't matter if they come at me. I have a fucking shotgun. I They've do, got if, shotguns. Look, yeah, I, I enjoy shotguns a great deal, but they also mean that my stealth has failed. That's true. Shotguns I'm, have I'm a time and place. I'm way too impatient for stealthy games. <laughs> Hitman, let me just take his clothes, kick somebody out a door. Oh, Hitman is great. We just did the Hitman beta, know, too. That one, not sponsored. But <laughs> I, I like to I keep watched it. being clarifying on that. Mm -hmm. uh, that, well, let's, let me talk about Primal for one more minute, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, so, I mean... Thus far in the game, it's very reminiscent of any of the other Far Cries, though. And it's extremely gory, as you can see. Hmm. Uh, they're not really holding any, uh, pulling any punches on the can people you... chopped up and eaten, and there's someone's Ew. intestines. Can and... you affect that, though? Like, if that person shot him in the back, would it make, like, a new wound? Or would it just be, like... Mm, well, I put an arrow in one guy's eye, and it pretty well stuck out of there, so... But it's just the arrow out. It's not, like, a damage... I mean, I didn't really get in close skin. to see if it had, like, a ruptured eyeball mm. under there. It was kind of just a bloody mess. Mm. Uh, I'm sure you can probably cut limbs off. Yeah. I mean, with that many melee weapons in play, you... But I'm saying, is it going to bleed, or am I just going to get a limb? Oh, there was some gore. I see the there blood was some there, wet on but the that's, floor. like, pre-rendered. No, there was some post-killing wet oh, on the floor. Oh, good! There were some puddles left from what I did. Mm. My actions had consequences. I feel good about that then. I watered the grass. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. Um, but again, I, I really need to play more before I have a better opinion of it. Mm. So I am looking forward to it, though. I But I enjoyed 3 and 4. Uh, 3 clearly had the better story, but 4 still was a very enjoyable game. Well, but I look at... I look at Far Cry Primal as another blood dragon, essentially, where it's not one of the numbered entries in the series. So in my hope would be that it would do stuff that's a little bit more crazy, that takes itself a little bit less seriously. I mean, Far Cry in general is pretty aware of what it is, so it is okay going over the top. But I really liked how, how silly Blood Dragon was. Uh, and I'm very curious to see what the tone of this ends up being. Because while it felt like they were going out into that sort of experimental territory with uh, being prehistoric... It, it seemed like it's much more serious in tone. It Do you definitely get that? did not have a. I haven't seen a, a moment yet in the game where I was like, "Ha, huh, that's kind of funny." No, it's just like, "Oh, everyone that I know is dead." All right, let me go find this land. Oh, here's a woman being attacked. Uh, oh, look, there's some cannibals. I well, mean, it seems very lighthearted. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's really a feel good game. But Blood Dragon was DLC, right? Was it? It was. Yeah, it started it was, well, off as DLC. It's, yeah, it was apparently just an experiment that one of the developers. Uh, was doing, and then someone saw it. Went, this is amazing. They turned it into DLC, but it's also it was always a sort of a standalone DLC in yeah, that absolutely. it's its own campaign and everything. And so then they went ahead and released it standalone. I don't. Yeah, I don't think you have to own Far Cry. To, Not anymore. To buy Blood Dragon. Mm. Um, and you're right, Blood Dragon really. It was one of those things where playing that game, it was funny because it delivered on everything I expected from the trope. Just the second I thought about it, even to the point where I was like, this is such an 80s action movie. Why haven't I had sex with someone yet? And then sex scene, like right after that. Yep. I love when things do that. I felt like I, felt I love like that when a plan comes together. Yes. <laughs> I felt like that in Deadpool. 
We won't really? spoil these, but I felt like a lot of things like, oh, I bet this, oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> like, as soon as you'd be like, oh, I hope this happens there, and it would happen. The only yeah. thing I would say about Deadpool is I was surprised how much of a, they did give it just that Hollywood, like, love story twist it that was I a valentine's expecting. day release it was well it i mean it was a valentine's weekend release i actually got very confused by that marketing early on for deadpool because mm-hmm. i saw and had the giggle about their their romantic movie marketing no. that they did where they put out the posters and the love never dies and all that stuff uh and it all said valentine's day and i kept getting confused being, are they releasing the movie on Sunday? <laughs> They're going to lose out on so many tickets. They're going to look bad at the box office. Boy, and it turns out they. that, no, yeah. they did not mm-hmm. at yeah. all. So I just got really confused mm. thinking that they would give up all of their box office numbers for the joke. Yeah. Okay. And they, they didn't. Instead, they just broke all of the records and are laughing all the way to the bank. Yes. The joke's on us. I've read a fair amount of Deadpool. Like, I wouldn't say I'd read all of it, but it was kind of that was kind of weird to me because... With the exception of the, like, I haven't read a lot of the newer stuff, and I think he's now married to, like, a god of death or something. But um, in the previous stuff, so much of his character seemed driven by sort of like a loneliness. Like, you could see his motivations in reaching out to other people because he was by himself and felt so isolated. Around all the joking, like, that was the humanizing part of Deadpool. But so I think having in, a, a permanent love interest. Well, look, I, but look, I think in the movie, though, he also feels very... Like, he thinks, like, he's never coming back to this lady. He does. Right? And like, I don't want to go ahead and doom Morena or whatever, but if we Vanessa? get this Deadpool to... Vanessa, no, but yeah, sorry, the, the actress Morena. Oh, okay. name, yeah. I, I'm still in love with her from Firefly. Girl looks mm-hmm. amazing. She does. Uh so I don't want to doom her or anything because I like her, but it, Deadpool 2, she's got to be gotten right. She's a mutant on her own, though, and they didn't cover that in this movie. What? She's copycat. Really? Yeah, isn't she? Double check that. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It's been a while since I read some Deadpool, but I will Google it. I'm pretty sure she <laughs> is, an, in fact, a mutant in her own right, and they didn't cover that at all in this movie. Hmm. Anyway, that's yeah. your movie minute. On Sorry, the <laughs> I'm just gonna look up. It's those culturally relevant. How did we yeah. get here? We My got friend here from wrote Deadpool for a while, somehow. and if I get it wrong, I feel like he's gonna write me like an angry tweet to be like, "You failed." Should me. I start? Checking Twitter oh, and see God. if there's like a hate Jerry, mail from Jerry, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we got here from Far Cry Primal somehow. Right. How did we do We're that? Talking about the tropes um, of like how, yeah, we yes. got blood to dragon. About tropes oh, it was blood dragon. Yeah. It, it is indeed copycat. Thank you. Okay. 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 Great. Um, so no, I think I am cautiously optimistic. I think Primal could actually come out pretty enjoyable if you like that sort of game, which I do, obviously. So take that with your grain of salt. Right. Take it with your grain of salt. Take with all the other things. Your you can't take it with my grain of salt. Fuck off. It's mine. It's my grain. Of, take it with your grain of salt. Go get your own grain. You of get salt. away from mine. Um, well, we're talking about video game stuff. One of the biggest things this week is probably they have finally outlined Fallout Four DLC. Oh yeah. And they also increased the well. They announced that they will be increasing the price of the season pass. Right, from 30 to 50, right? Because they, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. announced also, not only did they announce the DLCs, but they announced the prospected or projected prices for them. So it was like 10, 10, and 30. It's, it's, I think five, it's like 10 and 25. There we go. Was it five? Yes. Okay. Five, yeah, one of the five, smaller ones is like five. Yeah. Okay. Because they, it's like they, they add like one thing, I think. Is that the one where they add robots to it? Yeah, it's Automatron. No, Automatron yes. is 10. Then Wasteland is five, and then Far Harbor is 25. Got it. Um, Everyone, there were a lot of people from that area of the country, by the way, telling me that if we call it anything, it has to be Fahaba. Fahaba. 
It's Far Harbor. Yeah. Well, that one's 25 right there. Far Harbor's the only one of those that really kind of catches my eye. Far Harbor's the only one that's like, hey, you get to explore new space and get new missions. Well, that's the one that's going to be at scale. Like, the other ones feel like DLCs. They feel like something that, you know, CD Projekt Red would have put in one of their 16 bits of free DLC because, you know, here's a little free stuff. And then this would have been, this is expansion level. Right. Far Harbor is adding a new landmass. It's supposed to be the biggest they've ever done. And some of the landmasses they've added in previous games have been big. Well. Shivering Isles was big. Yeah, but at the same time, this was allegedly one of their bigger maps, and it uh, still doesn't feel like it. it the the Far Cry the, 4 map is not. The shipped Far Cry 4 map. I mean, uh, Fallout yes. 4. You said Far Cry also. Did I? I think so. Replay it. Fallout, say Far Fallout Cry? 4. The Fallout 4 map yes. did not feel like the biggest map they'd ever done. I, I hey, you swear can they made some allegations that it was. Or whatever it was that people were all fucking yeah. pissed off about. Uh, and I think they justified it with uh, the interior landmass. Right, you was could go in any building. And that too, yeah. Everything was built up. Not all of them, out. though. There were a lot of buildings you could not enter. How would you like to have the job of going like each house, measuring the interior, and then adding all of that up to the actual size of the landmass that's playable? That sounds miserable. You sounds like an intern job. for. <laughs> it does sound like an intern job. Or <laughs> they probably just have a button that's like, how much floor space? Oh, that's probably true. Because it's a digital world. So what you're saying is that the computers are taking our jobs. Mm-hmm. They're taking interns. Jobs. AI going to put us all out of our jobs by the next what twenty years, something like that. Do you think we'll introduce things like uh, basic income before that happens? Basic like if no one income. can, if most people can't work because the robots do all the work, then theoretically <laughs> we have to have some sort of basic income. Look, we're deviating a lot from video games here, but I think our future is important to talk about. I said 50-50. If, the, if hey. the robots take the jobs, I think we need some basic income. There's actually a country in Europe that's introducing basic income regardless. So everyone in uh, the country sounds like is one of those, It sounds like one of those Scandinavian country things yeah, to do. I'm the ones sure that are like, like super progressive. A... Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that's the place that I wish I could live, yeah. but I don't. But you weren't born there, eh? No, why are we uh, going, going Canadian? Because Canadian, eh? Canadian has like they have like free health care. They do. Canada is practically Scandinavian. Thank you. I mean, I think so sure. too. I mean, one little boat hip. Yeah. Well, you know, you get the boat hip. hip. Is that what you said? Well, the hip. Well, well, I'm going to warn everybody today. I like I usually can't talk. Today, I really can't talk. <laughs> I don't know what happened to me last night, but my brain is gone. It's it's what happened when we what we filmed today. I think you this think morning. you broke me. I think so. We ran four four. four we were, nope, I'm done. Thank you it's very much. It's spreading. <laughs> so I think we can say with some certainty that whatever it was occurred both. Did yeah, both yeah, yeah no, we it both happened. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were both there for it. The yeah, disease started there. <laughs> Patient uh, zeros. <laughs> but yeah, of the other two, like, uh, so the ability to build robots that follow you around, that's actually, there's been some mods for the PC version that already sort of introduced that mm-hmm. idea. So, and even that didn't really titillate me that much. I wasn't. Too oh, interesting. You were titillated. It didn't titillate me. Didn't I didn't like install it. it. Uh, and as much as my uh, Achievement Hunter persona would seem to indicate I would enjoy the ability to trap and fight animals, in Fallout 4, it doesn't really appeal to me. No, no cockfight for you? I don't, I don't really care. You're all about the cockfights. I just don't care in Fallout 4. I, I've no wandered the way. Cockfight, cluck, cluck, cluck. Cluck fight? Yeah. It's you a cluck off! You better watch It's actual one. chickens. Yeah. <laughs> they just turn around and fire eggs at each other. Uh, as much as I've just wandered the wastes of Fallout 4 so much that I have no particular desire, that'll be great DLC to play 
five years from now where I'm like, I'm going to do Fallout 4 again and go through the entire game start to finish because I've forgotten about it enough that I can do that. But right now, I don't want to go back in there. I don't want to go protect the settlement from the bandits again, guy. All right? Leave me alone about it. I, I think it is very smart of them to... First of all, they're driving a lot of season pass purchases this way by saying, we're going to raise the price. You can still get it for the old price for now. But if you don't get it now, then you're going to be paying more. And a lot of people will just say, oh, well, I don't want to pay more. I don't know what I'm getting for, for this amount, and, and, you know, in, at least in its entirety. But 30 sounds better than 50, so I'll take it. And so a lot of people are going to buy it. And then out comes... You know, some of the smaller stuff, a couple of big expansions. It's all great and everything. But would people buy as much stuff once the creation kit and all the stuff that you can actually use to make mods more easily comes out? Because one, one of the beauties to me about a lot of, the, like, the Elder Scrolls games, at least, is that they come, out comes the creation kit. People do crazy mods. And I don't even think about expansions necessarily. They're not what make the game for me. It's the mods that make the game. And I wouldn't pay for an expansion if I can get all this stuff that's made by the community. But they haven't put that out for Fallout yet. So you can get mods, but they're like people have to work very, very hard to create the mods, whereas they're not going to have to once that kit comes out. But I, I don't know that a lot of people would say they wouldn't buy an expansion if they had mm -hmm. access to mods. I think it definitely drives sales down, but I think... Having something, in my opinion, like when I see like a first party something like, hey, I'm going to get a new area, I'm going to get new quests, like even if there's mods going on that I'm messing around with, I still mm -hmm. want what, like, ooh, what, what do they want me to do next? And at this point, they've only announced what they say is $40 worth of the $50 season pass, mm -hmm. and there's more to come, and it's going to be more than $50 worth, it's going to be six, more than $60? Is like something their, like that. Their statement was like, it's not only 50 it's 60 Buy now for $30, and you get a $60 value. Yeah, exactly. In just two small installments. But if you want someone to pay 50 for it, I want like a $75. I want something that's bigger than 60 Well, if they, okay, so if Far Harbor, oh, sorry, Far Harbor is going to be their big, I mean, you're, you're saying essentially if 60 or 70 so we've got what, 10 bucks left to play with? Yep. Uh, you said it was five and ten, so fifteen and then twenty-five. Right. So you were we're at fifty. Okay. Is that how maths work? That is how maths work. Um. So we don't have that much. Wait, we're at forty. We're at forty. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty dollars. I knew it. You did. Right. You convinced me with your confidence. Yes, thank you. Twenty yeah. bucks. So that's room enough for either another one of these, like I don't care, I don't care, or they could have another expansion. Level yeah. One. So they're saying like it's pretty big stuff. I assume it'd be another Fahaba, so people could go and get more quests and have another place to explore. Yeah, this is supposed to be see. just like the spring drop. Yeah. Because they're all coming within... It's uh, actually what men's balls... Like fecal matter. <laughs> within uh, three months, right? Like one's coming in like... It's like March, April, May yeah. is when the, the pieces of DLC are hitting. So then theoretically, they'd at least do an autumn drop. So I like Fall I can... Drop. Yeah. Do you think you'll get enough content out of it to basically be another Fallout though? Because... 60 like $60 worth of stuff or you know 50 so it's down a little bit but that's still basically the cost of another game it's true but I don't think making robots is part of another game for me not if you buy it now though it's only $30 right now. that's only <laughs> half a game half a game uh again unless they really shake it up like Far Harbor I admit was I'm curious about that aside from that I don't even know if Far Harbor is enough to get me back in Fallout 4 right now Mm, you're you're just too into the the primal and everything else. The nothing that they've offered so far has has changed the gameplay significantly enough 
that I feel like it would be reenterable right now. Hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want to go back to that and just have the same experience in a different place. Mm. You can only explore so much before you're like, all right, I saw it. Well, and especially in our line of work, like it's like there's always something else. It's not like this is the only thing you're focused on right now, as opposed to like this is the only game you have to play. There's always mm. something else to be playing or something mm. else to be doing. We are spoiled, and then there's always something new fighting for our attention. Yeah. And I, most of those Fallout games, all of the Bethesda games, really, I play them until I'm just done with the world. So mm. that's the issue now is if this had been, if these had even come out like a couple months ago or closer to the release of the game, if they had started dropping the DLCs in, that would have prolonged it for me. But now I've, I've played the game. I played it to death as far as my interest was concerned, which was an actual, I mean, I played it a lot. I mean, I've got lots of hours sunk into it. Do you have an estimate? I, I should check Steam. I, it'll tell me. Um, but I played it enough that I, I got to where the world was no longer new. But let's that you bring up an interesting point. Mm-hmm. If they had dropped these DLCs closer to the release, so would you? One of the things that Bethesda did that garnered them a lot of goodwill with gamers was not developing any of the DLC, having no clue when they released the game. We will think of it afterward, mm-hmm. which means that the DLC is coming out a lot later. Would you have been fine if they had said Fallout Four is coming out next month? We already have the DLCs planned and ready to go in the months after Fallout 4 comes out. Because then it sounds like, well, you should have just given it to me as part of the release. That's what a lot of people Yeah, think. then it sounds like it's cut out of the right. actual release. I like what Bethesda did in, like, in philosophy. I like that they said, we'll make the game, let's focus on the game and make a complete experience. And then once that's done, we'll figure out what we can do to add to it and build from there. So, like, like philosophically, I approve a great deal. Uh, where it falls down practically is that it does end up coming out a lot later, although I think they're doing the right thing in terms of building some smaller things that are going to be a little bit faster for them to start getting things out next month, at least, and then using the rest of that next couple months to build the big one. All so, right. that's helpful, but... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. How no, many, how many hours? hours? I was going to say I have 92 hours. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. That's okay. That's Think of how much tra- time you could have spent with your children. That was after they were asleep. Hours. Thank you. Mm. I don't play Fallout when my kids are running around. But you I could... don't want to explain to Eli why that guy's head just exploded, okay? <laughs> you, you play different games. Than <laughs> you could have been watching them sleep. Yeah. All right, that's creepy. You could have been cherishing them. I mean, I can cherish them much more from downstairs at my computer <laughs> after spending time with them yeah, and loving yeah, them. Mm-hmm. You know, I just let all the love out in the time that we're together, and then I have to recharge. Right, because you're sure. out of love for your children? <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't put it that way. Yeah, what else we got going on in the video game news? Yeah, uh, actually, I'm going to read this. Oh, you're going to read it? Sweet, I'm going to eat a, a nature box. Evasion. I'm gonna, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, I'm going to figure out how this thing works. Ah, damn Apple products. Here we go. Hold on, we'll just, we'll just sit here and watch you being awkward. I got it. Don't worry about it. The patch is brought to you by NatureBox.com, the AAA of snacks. When hunger strikes, don't eat half. Don't eat that half-eaten bag of chips. When between the couch cushions that taste like salt and sadness, from between the, I think, is where we were going with that. The, you found a bag of chip. Look, if you find crap in your couch cushions, don't don't eat that. That's just a general rule. Uh, all of NatureBox's snacks. <laughs> no, you're good. Don't worry about it. Don't choke. We're fine. Be prepared with smart and delicious snacks from NatureBox, and don't store them between your couch cushions. All of NatureBox's snacks are made with high-quality ingredients you can trust. Trying to eat healthier doesn't mean giving up on flavor and eating snacks that taste like twigs and dirt. 
Choose from one, choose from over 100 unique and tasty options like sriracha roasted cashews and mini Belgian waffles. Or fill your snack profile and get personalized recommendations based on your preferences. The best part? NatureBox delivers right to your door. Spend more time getting to the next game level and less time searching through the couch cushions or loving your children. Really, just spend some time loving your children. <laughs> Why? That's not creepy. <laughs> uh, fuel your game engine with healthy snacks for once. Visit naturebox.com slash the patch and get 50% off your first box now. Head to naturebox.com slash the patch right now to slay your hunger dragon with the sword of nutrition. That's <laughs> naturebox.com slash the patch. Go there and get 50% off your first box of delicious personalized snacks sent direct to your doorstop. I'm impressed that Ryan can manage to sound creepy even while he's talking about nutrition. It's nutritional and slay dragons and don't find couch chips and love your children. It's so freaking good. Those are the messages that I would just like to send out there. Cranberry pepita crisps. I got up here, I was like, what is this shit? And I ate it and now I'm, this is my bag now, so and now, everybody and just, you've, you've we, we can't Meg get to it. Forever. Yeah. No joke. All right. Everybody leave me alone. After the, the show, they're going to be like, I would be alone now. <laughs> Meg, do you want to just shut up? Leave me with chips. Ow. Get out of my sight. Uh, all right. What else is going on, news? You guys you know? You have a list, right? I do. You know, I'm just looking through it, seeing if there's any of these that look fun. Anything look good? Uh, what else do I play Is there anything recently? we can fight about? I like fighting with you. You like fighting with me? Uh, what else did I play? Oh, the Hitman Bait. Let's talk about the Hitman Bait. No, you had, is that the one we had the creative kills? The, the creative Denise, kills. That Denise was in. Yes, Denise. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jones's mother. She is bloodthirsty. Yeah. Well, she's hilarious. He she says things when we're hanging out that I'm like, oh, my mom would slap me in the mouth, and my mom is cool, and my mom would slap me in the mouth, and she's like. <laughs> if you ever have heard Michael Jones talk, it's a hundred percent influenced by his mother. Oh, absolutely. That is where he gets it. That's where she's the one who taught him. Yeah, absolutely. And she uh, has no pulls no punches in. Like, oh, kill that guy. No, I'll get I it. love it. I uh, we were at dinner, and she was talking about towels in her house. How everybody has their own towels, and she was like, "I give the boys the towels. You touch my towels, I'll break your fucking hands." And I was like, <laughs> "I love you. I want to be you as a mother. Please." She's amazing. That's what I'm getting from child raising is you really have to go one direction or the yep. other. From I observing like, like Jeff and then like what happened with Michael. It's either you just go all the way into like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say fucking shit and cunt and whatever I want in front of them. I cannot believe you just said cunt. I'm so impressed. It's, it's the, well, I was going down the like swear right, jar yeah. words okay. from off topic. I'm so impressed. Ashley's eyes got really wide. Ashley Let's, doesn't like that word. Oh, I'm sorry. It was the it's swear okay. jar words from <laughs> off topic. Right. Uh. And you got to go. You got to go, go all the way in and just and say it, and then they right. they learn not to say it by not wanting to be anything See, like you. We have a rule with uh, with Bernie's boys, which is that they can hear swear words; they're allowed to hear them. They just can't say them. Mm. So it's like you know, it's a it's purely one directional thing. So far, it works out because it means that we don't have to wash our language quite as much, which is awesome. But they also don't talk dirty. <laughs> to be fair, though, they're naturally good boys. Uh-huh. Uh, one one of them tends to spend way too much in Team Fortress 2. I found out, by the way, who is Spy supporting Jack. Valve. It's Teddy. Uh. <laughs> it's just him. It's He's just got Teddy. all the hats. <laughs> he has all the hats. We had one where we're like, Teddy, you spent $7 on a hat? And he's like, did I? And we're like, what hat was it? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't even wear it that long. My vast he just collection to have it. of He hats. saw it and he said that needs to go in my closet. Yeah, we had to institute like a like an allowance system where it's like you're gonna have to work this off. You can't just like keep buying all this stuff because he just sees stuff he likes and buys it. 
he is why microtransactions work. He's like what? Tony Stark. Ah, I must have it. Buy it. Store it. Yep. Well, that's like when the Game Kids, they did an episode of Game Kids mm -hmm. with um, Bernie's kids where they opened a bunch of lunch boxes. <laughs> and they were like, do you think it's worth it? And they were like, yeah, totes. And I was like, yeah, because you didn't earn any of that money. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the lunch boxes with. Yeah, we, we asked him, we're like, we're like, how much do you think a house costs? And they're like, I don't know, $10,000. And we're like, oh, you're so sweet. Uh, you, so they, they, you know, they're young. Mm -hmm. They don't have any sort of idea, like, what money means because they don't have to yet. They've never had to, like, buy a car or a tank of gas or anything like that so scale just isn't a thing for them so for them like buying you know a, a hat or buying an entire game like they just it doesn't mean anything to them mm. it's like so the balloons with the bananas i gotta admit i'm terrified $10. of raising children in a world of microtransactions i'm Kanye gonna be West so is always poor. tweeting about his kid buying stuff dude he's 53 million dollars in a hole and that it's could because be me. of north. probably because of microtransactions yeah. north got him how did he did he spend his way through the Kardashian fortune too? No, he what is Patrick found like a loophole in his tweet or something? Uh -huh. Patrick is a Kanye West tweet expert. Patrick, what's that loophole? We got we got gotta get no, Patrick that, on that loophole. Pat, nope. Patrick is no. not in the. All right, Patrick's Patrick's not not here. we'll never know. <laughs> All right, Patrick has left us. We have no Kanye. He's reading Kanye's now. tweets right now. Though speaking of Kanye West, yeah, didn't he just announce a game? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah it's game weird. Dev. It's called was it's like. Only once or something like that. And uh, it's about his mother's journey to heaven. But also, isn't it also the Kardashian's father as well? Maybe he's DLC. Maybe he just wore mm. the... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he wore a shirt with him on it. I, I'm not very up on my Kanye. I'm not going to lie. I just... The I, monitor's gone out. It's given up on me. I just... I saw some footage of uh, the game because he, he announced it at, um, I guess, like his album launch or mm -hmm. something like that. And... Uh, uh, showed off the game and it's you know very beautiful pastels has that sort of like hand drawn look to it uh, I would I would compare it uh, more closely to something like oh gosh what's the game we played for Game Club it was hand drawn oh here it is here we go, go. Um, so it looks all right it's very it looks art pretty. And pretty and cool and everything but what I'm not seeing is how I play this game I, at yeah, all. I don't understand what it oh, is that's such a perfect segue into Firewatch. Are it we far is. enough into the show that no. we can talk about Firewatch yet? Save it. Damn it. You got you to make it a few more minutes. Only once. The game. Only there once. We go. I mean, apparently, uh, apparently people didn't clap loud enough when, they, when he showed oh. this, and so he made them watch it again. <laughs> oh. You don't think he's going to, like, Phil Fish this, do you? Like, that's it. I'm done. Wait, well, he, uh, right he was, like, his life is Phil Fish is like a mini Kanye. <laughs> his whole thing was he got upset about, he's like, y'all make, y'all rag like this shit's easy. This shit's difficult. <laughs> it's like, watch it again. Welcome to every game ever made. Yeah. You know, every, like even the games that we've shit all over and made fun of take a lot of work to make. Speaking of video games and famous musicians, Lupe Fiasco beat, uh, is it Daigo, the Street Fighter champ at Street Fighter? What? I will Google the story. I saw the headline. I thought, I love me. What's Some a Street Fighter. Fighter. What's a Lupe Fiasco? Oh, shut up, Dad. I, I... <laughs> Is that a... He he has some great pop? music. Lu rapper Lupe Fiasco beat the world's Rhythm best Street Fighter pro. Thank what? you. His name is Daigo. When there, there were some allegations so. that they that people think maybe that was rigged. Was it rigged? Who That's cares? Are you not entertained? If you were the world's best Street Fighter pro, would you willingly throw a match yeah, against Daigo. Lupe Fiasco? Depends on how much money you put in your pocket. 
Daigo Umehara. He make Umehara. it rain for you before the competition? <laughs> there you go. He Fiasco. came in with a bottle of Cristal. Dad? Fiasco only won <laughs> three to two. So, it's not even like it was a blowout like you threw it. It was three to two. I mean, two. that would be the throw it. You throw it three to two. You don't throw it three to zero. Oh. Um, it says... The, this is from the Polygon article. Viewers may judge for themselves. The entire match is above. That's if uh, the results are true or not. Longtime Street Fighter fans and just about anyone who understands the difference between elite competitors and enthusiasts in anything find it hard to believe the world's most famous and successful competitor in his sport could lose straight up to a celebrity interloper. It's not to say the match and its aftermath isn't entertaining. 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 Well, it could right be entertaining. entertaining. Yeah, I mean, don't you remember that? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Oh, here's their match. Yeah, I mean, it's, this kind of thing happens all the time, right? Like, you know. Well, sort of. There's a, the thing with fighting games that happens with fighting games in particular where a lot of times someone who's never played a game can beat someone who is a- acquainted with the game because they're just so freaking unpredictable. They don't know what they're doing, so there's no way you can predict what they're doing Spam and protect kick. against it. Spam kick. You're yeah. used to playing just someone like that has actual everything. strategies. Well, he, hey, <laughs> but, he, he was actually doing moves there, though. Yeah, that's, yes. That's like a valley, though. An expert will beat someone who's never played every single time. It's like true. that's there, you know, there's An that outlier. sort of yes, it is. It's like you you they come back up out games. of the valley of noob defeat into constant victory. But someone who's played it is going to do things against an expert that you would think they could call and protect against immediately. So maybe Fiasco just plays the shit out of Street Fighter. Maybe yeah. maybe he needs to stop being a Fiasco and start being a Street Fighter player. Dad. What's a fiasco? <laughs> Daigo is he's gonna um, just call himself Lupe. Is it Ken Kudaragi? Is that no, there's a no. Well, it's not. I don't there's think it's a Street Ken's Fighter guy Lupe. named Cooter. <laughs> it's like I've never heard Kudaragi before. It's <laughs> like the dirty form of karate. <laughs> I do okay, Kudaragi. No, sorry, Ken Kudaragi is uh, the former chairman of um, SCEI. Got it. So uh. I was, you know, but he he. But Lupe Fiasco played as Ken in Street Fighter. Right. So it was, uh. look, it was not a great chain of references. <laughs> and I'm very sorry. I'd like to apologize to everyone. But now you know what I was trying to do. Yes. And Daigo is one half of, like, the most epic Street Fighter match of all time. Uh, we talked about it once upon a time. R.I.P. leaderboard uh, on there. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Anyway, check it out. Street Fighter matches are great. Evo's wonderful to watch and and. Jamie Lee Curtis was there this past year, so and she anytime shows up at these things all the time. Her kid, I love her right? her kid. yeah, uh, her kid okay. and so and then she does cosplay a lot, which is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, yeah. When, once people start talking about framing, I tune out. Framing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like when they and like I don't walls? know if it happens as much now as it did, uh, you know, when it was like a constant FPS, but. Uh, yeah, they talk about, like, you know, this move takes this many frames, and if you can detect it in this many frames and counter it, then you can get out of this in, you know, X many frames, whatever. Like, people would go by, they knew the number of frames every move took to pull off Holy and crap. how many frames they could be countered for. You know, Watch, like, it was crazy, crazy stuff. It is. Watch an AGDQ or an SGDQ. I mean, those guys sit on the couch and talk about, like, all right, this is a frame-perfect trick, and then this is, like, a frame-perfect trick followed by a frame-perfect trick, and this animation takes 16 frames that we're going to save by skipping it. Like, they know everything, and it's incredible. There's a certain level of gaming that I think, if I was aware of, would ruin it for me. Really? 
That's too far. I don't think so. I think it's all about finding the right game. Gavin mm -hmm. and I sort of dipped our toes into speedrunning with Aladdin and started looking up strategies for how to quick kill Jafar and things like that. And honestly, like, I've loved that game since it came out, since I was a tiny mm -hmm. child playing it. And I could play that game a hundred times and not be sick of it. So when I'm looking up how to quick kill Jafar, absolutely, that is a game mm -hmm. I'm not going to get sick of. But if it's a game that I'm, like, lukewarm on, also, I felt that way about, like, A Link to the Past. I love, I love, I love. It's like a two-hour speed run. If you fuck it up a minute, one hour and 46 minutes in, which uh, it's not actually that long that you've already messed the record at that point. <laughs> but still, I would be furious. And I love that game. But it's just not about finding the right game. I don't think there's any single game I love enough to optimize it to that point. There's a certain point where, even with games that I really enjoy, if... And this is the same reason I don't have a lot of thousand-pointed achievement games. If you take something to that level, you're making it, and this is going to sound weird for me, more of a job than a game. Yep. Yeah. And I don't want a, another video game. Mm, when yeah. I, I, don't want, I don't want the game to feel like a job. I want it to just be a game. I want to just enjoy it. I, no, I agree with you completely. Back in the day, I had no problem with playing games and like going down the list and getting all the achievements and... It was fine. Like, I didn't mind when games felt like work because for me it was just, at the time, part of playing them. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I'm, I'm old and I'm jaded <laughs> and I got all these other things to do with my time. And if this game is not, if I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to stick around for it. I feel a lot less pressure to complete games now if I get three quarters of the way through and I'm just not enjoying it. I just won't finish it. And it's that's going to be okay. Yep. That younger me would hate current me so much for having all these uncompleted stories. But now I just, I would rather play something that I will enjoy minute to minute than stick with something that I'm going to hate. Mm -hmm. Which is also why I'm not a professional at like any, like I'm not professional level at any games anymore. Like that was fine for a time. Now it's not. Yeah. And as you kind of what you're saying, when you're younger, too, the lack of funds makes it so if you bought that game, well, I'm committed to this game now. Mm -hmm. This is going to be my life, whether I like it or not. I might as well make a game of doing every little minute detail of it. But once you get to the point where that's not required anymore, it's like... I wonder if that's a thing that will change, too, now that maybe I just didn't know enough about... PC gaming when I was younger, but I really only knew about retail level titles that cost retail level money, and that was always, that was $50 until, like, you know, 360 and PS3 came along and all the prices raised to 60 But it was, every game was $50. Now, I could go on Steam and get a game for 5 or $10 mm -hmm. and get plenty of hours out of that, so I don't even know if I would do completionist stuff now if I was a kid because you know the money goes a lot further and there's free sure. options yeah. yeah all the f the free to play uh is it uh even things like Knights of the Old Republic is now free to play right I think so uh they just had they've they've got that whole series of expansions coming out but I think the first one you can play for free I don't think it's done a lot to motivate business back to it is Knights of the Old Republic right that's what the, the um, MMO yeah, was. Yeah, play free now. Uh, Old Republic. Old Republic. 
Yeah, not Knights of the Old Republic. Sorry, it's Old Republic. Old Republic, right. Okay. Star Wars game naming conventions sometimes get a little bit much for me. I get lost in that. Someone is remaking the original KOTOR, though, I think using yeah. the Unreal Engine. Yeah, a bunch of fans are, Uh huh. which is really cool. It's actually, it's one of those games where I look at the, the graphics and, and it has become a barrier to entry for me. Where graphics I think have? about it, I'm like... That's uh, that's not pretty enough. I'm it's just not there anymore. Oh, I don't it's understand not... that at all. Gavin has the same thing where he'll be like, oh, I can't look at it. It's too ugly. Look at these terrible graphics. And I'm like, oh, it's part of the experience. That's nope. not part of the no, experience. No, it's not. For me, it's not part of the experience at all. When mm -hmm. I played those games the first time, they were cutting edge graphics. And I thought they were beautiful. But I can't put myself in that mindset anymore. So if I don't have that sense of nostalgia attached to it, then I'm already lost. Well, I guess I feel that way about games. Well, I don't know. See, I'm like a huge fan of like a Super Nintendo graphics. Like you can give me a Super Nintendo game and I still think that is pretty. I still think like, oh, this looks great and I'm all about it. But I guess I, I drop off when it comes to like Nintendo 64 because it's like all the weird sharp polygons that they were like, <laughs> look at us. Like I drop off there, but before that, I still think like, oh, awesome. Well, I think for me, the shift is is with 3D stuff. Like a lot of 2D games, pixel art, that sort of thing seems like its own style. Yeah. And ages better in a way. I mean, it doesn't upscale very well, mm -hmm. uh, but it. I look at it, I'm, I can tell what things are meant to be and that's all fine. And I don't judge it nearly as much as I judge 3D games that are super jaggy. It just, when I go back and play those now, it betrays the memories I have of it at the time. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like it I ruins remember them, them a little yeah. bit. Like, it, it's, it spoils the memory to a degree, which is one of the reasons that I really like HD remakes, is I like the idea of new people who didn't play it, who don't have that sense of nostalgia, being able to play a game and experience it the way I experienced it the first time, and ha just have that from the get-go. And also, it's fun to be able to look at the HD remake and play and be like, what? They didn't update anything. This looks exactly like what <laughs> yeah. I played. Hey, you, team, entire team of people, make this game look like my memory says it looks. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what people do, because you put your memories in these, like, mm -hmm. gra whatever graphics you think are the most cutting edge at the time. But I do think there is something to be said for games that are stylized. Segway. Segway. Hey. Firewatch. Hey. Yeah, all right. I think, I think 442, I feel right. like. We're good. Okay. We got, I got one more so, thing to read, and then okay. you can Firewatch. Okay. All right. All right. This, pa this patch is also brought to you by TrunkClub.com. Trunk Club takes the hassle out of shopping by finding the best clothes for you and your style. You'll look and feel amazing and will always have the perfect clothes for the season. At TrunkClub.com slash the patch, you answer simple questions about your style, preferences, and size and are signed an expert stylist. Your stylist will handpick clothes from the best premium brands. Just approve of what you like and send, the send back what you don't like. And just like that, a trunk arrives on your doorstep, filled with hand-picked clothes that are perfect for you. Try them on, keep what you like, and easily return what you don't in their prepaid trunk. Trunk Club is not a subscription service. Almost didn't say that. You only pay for the clothes you keep from your trunk. No hidden charges, just great clothes. Get started today, and Trunk Club will style you for free. Plus, free shipping both, both directions. So, what they send you and what you have to ship back, if anything, free. You only pay for the clothes that you keep, and to take advantage, go to trunkclub.com slash thepatch. That's trunkclub.com slash thepatch for a trunk filled with clothes you'll love wearing. Yeah. Okay. We can talk right, about Firewatch. Firewatch. Okay, okay let's talk about Firewatch. <laughs> Firewatch for me, 
And just to preface this, we I don't think we'll necessarily spell out the ending, but we, we really can't talk about this game without referring to the ending. Well, hang spoilers. on. So here's if you're the, uh, spoiler I'm, sensitive, now is when you're going to Let's lay out a few There's things no real quick, and then I'll, we'll, we'll have a hard line where it's like, All okay, right. stop listening. So Firewatch is a very dialogue-driven game from what I've seen so far. So I played through about an hour of it. We have a Let's Watch that will be coming out on the Let's Play channel. Um and it's it's a lot about your dialogue. Well, it starts off with a, a series of questions that I'm assuming will be used in some context later in the game. I've already seen a couple of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's there's a bit of dong that shows up real early on. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sketched dong. But uh, oh, I know yeah. that was the uh-huh. first thing that I clearly was like, okay, that was motivated by this choice that mm-hmm. I made. Uh, so you make a series of choices. There's a very... It's like a text-based very, game. Very it's text-based very up options. And then very, it gets you at the beginning. It's it's a little down. It's a little sad. Yeah, it is. It's it in the field. It is up. Absolutely. That explains how you end up as a Firewatch person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's a lot of just kind of very, at least so far as I've played, very linear paths. You're. It's a lot more about the dialogue between you and Delilah, who is mm-hmm. the person at the other end of the radio. If you like that kind of so, you know, from what I've seen, the snappy kind of dialogue is really good. Like it's very funny, very engaging. Uh, and the the story at the beginning is very sad, but is very touching and well well told, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, we can probably get wait. The I'll just say before we go, before you go, mm-hmm. people who are going to leave, worth the money? Yes, no. It's about a three no. hour experience, no. from what I've heard. My, I say yes. You say no. You have no clue yet because you haven't finished the game. It was now you may leave. Wait, how much was it? Before it's it's nineteen ninety nine. It's is it nineteen ninety nine? Twenty bucks. I think it's like eighteen bucks. I wanted to like say that. it was eighteen dollars. Yeah, and uh, it's it's about a three hour game. In fact, one of the things that big one of the big things that came up, and we didn't discuss this earlier, um, but it's a perfect segue into discussing the game itself, is that um, someone. Uh, was went on the developer forums and was lamenting. They were trying to debate whether they should get a refund because they beat the game in the amount of, t- like you know, within Under two hours. Yeah. So they could just tell Steam they wanted a refund, no questions asked, because it was eighteen bucks and it wasn't that long, and they could do so much else with that eighteen dollars. But on the other hand, they really, really liked the game and they wanted to support the developer, so they didn't know what to do. By the way, that is like the. That's the, the shittest possible argument. It's like you completed the game, you loved the game, that's not what refunds are for. No, absolutely. And actually the developer came back and responded to him and said, look, this is how we made the game. We all took price cuts for our, you know, for our salaries. We're all working. This is a complete passion project for everyone involved. And, and a huge risk. And a huge risk. Yeah. And if you can, if you need that $18, by all means, you have my blessing. Refund it. If you don't need it, if you felt like you really enjoyed it and you want to support us, we really appreciate it. She was just, it was it was the classiest response and to... They, yeah, they even rounded out with, and you know, next time the game's on sale, maybe buy it for your friend. Yeah, like, like give somebody, somebody else the experience. Gift. Yeah. Here's the thing. Ali Moss worked on this project, one of my favorite video game artists. I own a ton of his work. Love him. I have been excited since Campo Santo formed about this game. I do not enjoy the new trend of game experiences that aren't adventures. I don't want to play a game. I play a game for escapism. 
Mm -hmm. I don't play it for realism. And I feel like th that's where this game goes. It like builds you up to like epic adventure. And then it's like. Abandoned ship now. No. You know, well, you know we said it a while ago. Yeah. You know what this game is? This game has gone home. It is. This I game has gone that. home where you're expecting things to jump out of the shadows. And you're getting all these indications that there's this really big thing happening. And in the end, it's just a personal fucking journey. It is, and it's. I think Firewatch is even more gone homier than gone home in that you feel like you're finding physical mm -hmm. like things that are along the way that are like, wow, we are pointing to a real mystery here. I'm getting so stoked. And then it's all just like, sometimes in life, you're paranoid. And, and sometimes in life, you up. should go take care of your wife. Yeah. Wait. How could you love me and how, then tell me to take care of my wife? How could you get to that? Okay. Yeah. Now I'm confused because okay, right? one. All right. So the trailer really builds it as sort of a mystery. Right. They do. They do strongly imply that there's something going on because it. Uh, the their main trailer rounds up with, well, if you're not in your station, then who is? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that's in a there. mystery. That's something you have to establish. Right. Uh, even so far as I've played, you come back to and find that your station's been ransacked mm -hmm. while you were not there. And there was a stranger on a hill. So that's going right. nowhere? Yep. yep. It is absolutely going nowhere. So it you get a lot of really cool indications. I loved the mystery buildup mm -hmm. where one of the first things that happens is uh, you have to go and tell these these teenage girls who are camping to not be setting off a bunch of fireworks in a goddamn forest because it's going to start fire. Stupid little... Bitches. During high fire danger <laughs> exactly. season. Exactly. Right. It's like, come on, girls. They're skinny dipping and shooting off fireworks. My kind of people. Uh, you know, and then, <laughs> and then, so they, they took off and then they go missing. Like, right. they've gone missing and you're the last person to have seen them. And so it's like, that's the first part of the mystery. And then these other things start happening. And it's very, you know, there's a, this whole fenced off area you can't get in. It turns out is like an experiment area. And you're like, oh no, some people have been studying us. It gets really, really crazy. And then it all goes away, and it's like, nope, it's super normal, and uh, you've been running away from your life. So yeah. everything just resolves? Yeah, everything the thing is, like, it's so, like, I get the artistic risk, I get, and I respect it, but it's just not fun. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not fun. That's not fun for me. Well, you get these girls, you're the last one to have seen them alive, then Delilah lies and says, you never saw them. So it's like, oh shit, and then you find out somebody's following you and they can prove you saw them. So you're like, oh, now we're really fucked. Yeah, like someone's been listening to your conversations. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's these science people. Right, and they write down like how susceptible you are to manipulation and things like that. Like it's very cool, right? And then you're literally walking somewhere and Delilah's like, uh, hey, they found the girls, everything's fine. And you're like, well, how would you resolve yeah. a mystery? It's like, it's like they stole a tractor and got themselves arrested. They're cool. Yeah. What? Why? And also, like, the whole science thing, not a thing. And it doesn't make any sense that it's not a thing. I would just like to say, how did this dude who's running the science stuff, how did he get all the science stuff? Never oh, explained. No, no, no. They were, uh, it was in a note somewhere, like, there were actual researchers there. They were doing environmental research. The, the plotting on the ground with the soil, it actually was oh. soil studies. And they were gone until August, so this dude was just using all their stuff. Oh. Uh. Still. Lame. But it ends up being like a parallel story of a dude who is like hiding up in the mountains and he's like running from his life. Right. And, and you know, ends up like getting mixed up in this whole thing that's not a thing, it turns out. And then you have to go. Yeah. And then you never... Oh, and also the forest is on fire. Yeah, the forest is on fire. Forest fire Is happens. that not a problem? You gotta escape the forest. That's Should like the end of the, the game. Should you the fire warden not deal with that? Well, the end of the game is you escaping from the fire. Because oh. they sometimes like let fires burn out, and you know, in forests they like let sure. them burn or whatever. Like in, 
in an interesting way, it does play with your expectations because we would expect a game to turn into this crazy yep. conspiracy and have all these larger-than-life crazy things happening. And so we get really into it, and it turns out that it's really nothing, and it turns it's just, just a story of life. It just yeah. really is life. And it's I, just honest. It's so true. It's, yeah. it's interesting, but at the same time, I got to the end, and I was like, well, okay. All right, let me ask you this. Okay. So, again, my experience with it so far, it seems like the game is very focused on the dialogue between the character and Delilah, and that stuff is pretty interesting and amusing, is that enough of a game just to have the comedic interactions? Well, I say, I, you no. said it wasn't worth the 18. I said it was, even though I'm upset with the game. Yeah. Because I think, and this is, I think, maybe a lot of people won't agree with, but I'm trading on the promise of Campo Santo. I want this game to be successful because I think it does a lot of interesting things. I think the dialogue is really cool. It is builds a really intriguing story. And even though it doesn't execute the ending in a way that I thought was worth it or worth like the emotional buildup. I can't wait to see what they do next. And I don't want people to count them out as a game development studio because of one ending. Do you think that this, uh, the ending of this game was motivated by time and money? I hope not, but I, I get that feeling, but I hope yeah. not. I, I hope don't think it was. I think it was all a very deliberate choice to play with expectation and play with tropes. And in the end, Say, so like, sometimes you're just disappointed. Yeah, but that's not what <laughs> no, I... That, that's, I think that's... I really uh -huh. think that's one of the themes. No, it is. It absolutely is. I agree with you 100%. I don't know if that's where the theme came from, was, like, this idea. but mm -hmm. or, or if it was, like, shit, we don't have enough money to finish whatever. But I, I, I bet the more likely story is what you're saying, that, that this was their completely deliberate choice. I do think disappointment is one of the themes of the game. And I respect that as an artistic choice, but as someone who's playing the game... It sucks. I do feel like if that was where it was going to go, then they really, they did a great job of doing a trailer for the game that they didn't make. Right, yeah. Uh, because that would be my expectation with completing the game is that trailer sold me on the idea of a mystery. Right, it's a very like, you, the whole time you're like, ooh, the twist is a coming. Like, yeah, what's I was the waiting twist? for it. I was waiting for the discovery of what yep. the conspiracy was. And you like, you come up with all these ideas. I was convinced. I'm, I'm actually crazy. My wife's not. She doesn't have Alzheimer's. I've got. I'm crazy, and this is something I've, com I've done for myself. Like schizophrenic. Yeah, mm -hmm. something's like going it, on. Like you're having an oh, no. episode. Right. I was, I was fully expecting Delilah to not exist. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, because you one night, in the, very early on in the game, you radio Delilah, but you talk to her as if she's your wife. And you hear your wife. Right, and you hear your wife talk back to you. So I'm like, oh, I'm so delusional. And then it turns out, like, nah, you're that's not. A, that was like, a dream. <laughs> Why? That's so not fun. who ransacked your firehouse? Well, I mean, we can tell this, you. The hermit, hermit who's been hiding up oh, in the Oh, the hermit guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it's fine. There are a couple of cool references in the game. I don't know if you guys picked up on. They are fans of Gone Home, so I can yeah. see it being a huge mm -hmm. influence. In fact, the, um, the dad's book in Gone Home is in one of the supply caches. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, the, um, like, an accidental, the accidental, whatever it is, um, is in there. And there's also... Um, a jacket or a sweater or something from Last of Us is like you can see. Oh, so cool. there's is just somewhere that's in the cool. game. But so there's some cool references. But does that mean that the game takes place in the Bioshock universe? Well, because Gone Home is theoretically loosely tied to the Bioshock universe. Not not officially as far as 2K is concerned. Right. But Fulbright, you know, 
in indicated. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, the same universe. Yeah. I mean, spoils these for Bioshock, but every universe is a Bioshock universe. <laughs> Only as long as there's a girl in a lighthouse. There's always a man and there's always a lighthouse. Always. So, yeah. okay, you, despite that, so yes. you, you think the game itself is not worth $18, but the I promise do. of of the, the developer is. I had two nights of enjoyment with it because mm. I only played chunks, like, you know, played like a couple hours mm. and then put it down or whatever. Um, and I in, I had a good time discussing the game with Gavin. I think that's worth $18 to me. If I were in college, not worth $18. You know what I mean? I, I get the mm. idea that for some people it's not going to be worth $18. No, but for me, I felt it was. This is very much games as art. Yes. And you just sometimes you overpay for art. Well, yeah. I, I guess that would be an interesting <laughs> question. Is it worth $18 as a short story? I mean, it's worth $18 as a piece of art. Okay. I would not bill it as a game. Yeah. I mean, the experience I've had so far was very gamish. Yes. I got to make some choices. I got to, I threw a boom box in a lake. Oh, you threw cool. the, I stole oh, their whiskey. Oh, we dunked the, I just, oh, we stole the whiskey I too. Stole the whiskey. I stole the whiskey. I left the boom box. Yeah, I left the boom box. I will say, um, I enjoyed the, like I enjoyed the game and I enjoyed like the world and like walking around and stuff. But one of the things that uh, stood out to me the most is actually how well you are driven through the world. Mm -hmm. I never got too lost. I never ended up clear across the map when I was supposed to be somewhere specific trying to do something. It, I felt like it guided me very gently, but I always ended up in the right place. Without it feeling too linear, or did it feel it didn't very... It didn't feel linear. I felt like okay. I could have gone off in a different direction uh, and done whatever, but... I didn't. I like. I ended up in the right places, and I felt like I just wandered there. I disagree. I say mm -hmm. it was very linear, and really? that like going okay. off. I'd be like, "What's over here?" And you'd hit like invisible walls a lot. Mm. So many invisible walls, in fact, that I was very frustrated by it. I was like, huh. "I want to go over here. What's this thing? Conk!" Like you just cannot mm -hmm. go that way. So I felt like sometimes it did the thing where I was like, "Ooh, I've stumbled on something." Oh, it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. It did do that sometimes, but. I felt more often than not, it was like, you go here, you go here, day over, go here. Like, mm -hmm. it was very linear in that aspect. Yeah. I, maybe I either didn't see the invisible walls or was guided so gently that I, and willingly that I just yeah. didn't, didn't hit them. There's something to be yeah. said for a game that makes you want to go to the next area without dilly-dallying around. Yeah, so. there's, yeah, it's not like there's any collectibles in the game. I wasn't finding, you know, cassette tapes of crazy music anywhere. So there was no reason to really go poking around except to get to the next objective. And if anything, that would be a complaint with the game is that there wasn't anything to drive you off the linear path. Yes. Well, and if there the was path. nothing to be found off the linear path, there may be some reason for that. They yeah. probably didn't want you to be doing those. But they probably could have done some of like the supply caches. They did some like, and there's some like, I guess it's part of that disappointment thing where like there's notes between the old park, park rangers and Ron stuff. Ron and Dave. Yeah, Ron and Ron Dave. He's like, who's got a date tonight? It was all excited about dating Tina or whatever her stupid name is. Um, but then they don't, I don't know anything. They don't go anywhere. Man. Don't go all anywhere. I know is I ate his granola bar. <gasps> oh, but the granola bars he loves. I didn't read the note till afterwards, mm. so I ate the granola bar. I was hungry. I was Fine. peckish. Oop, sorry. Sorry. Hey. Um, yeah, so I'd say I one of the reasons that I ended up playing the game, I was not interested by the premise of you're a dude in a park and you're going to watch fires for a summer. That sounded super boring to me. And then all of a sudden everyone on Twitter starts going, the end, guys, the end, which – probably pumped up my expectations for what the story really was more than anything else because 
fucking John was all like, oh, this crazy ending. It's like, I can't believe the ending. And then Tyler was doing the same thing. And so I was expecting some big ending. Yep. Tyler did the thing where he came over and he's like, guys, guys, have you played it? And I was like, I got it. It's like, I'm going to play it tonight. He's like, you got, there's a thing that happened. I was like, shut your mouth. And he kept talking. I was like, shut your mouth. Like, you're literally like, stop speaking. And he was just so moved that he kept talking. Or do you think it was that? that? Or was he just trying to like, oh man, I got suckered. Yeah, you should spend some money. No. Come on, you know. It was more like, we should discuss it. Because why am I feeling so disappointed? Should I not feel so Mm. disappointed? And we talked about it after. But it was like, Tyler being all like, oh, got me. I was like, yes, everything I've wanted from this game is coming true. It's going to be so good. Yeah, so the only reason I ended up playing it was that crazy, like people being all crazy and surprised and outraged and excited. But not being able to say what was going on. And now I'm like, well, I could have done, like, I could have done other things with the three hours. I guess it's probably better that I've had this experience so that now when people are like, Firewatch, I'll be like, mm-mm. Hey, look. Don't you talk to me about Firewatch. Art leaves you with something. And this art left you with something. It was disappointing. It did, but it did leave me with something. It made you feel. I feel how, many, s- how many games aim to leave you disappointed? Like, that is a, a unique and bold decision for a if game to make. If they can make you feel is. disappointed but not uh, underwhelmed by it. I feel that's an achievement, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I've never felt more like I should love a game despite my own disappointment more See? than this game because you just want to love that. It. I do. I want to something. love it so much, it's and I pretty? feel like I've betrayed Ollie by not liking the game as much as I wanted. To. Look, well, to be fair, the, the game is beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. I have nothing bad to say it's about the well art. It's stellar, gorgeous, it's very well written. It's well performed. It is. Uh, at least I just didn't care for the direction of the story. Okay, well, sometimes yeah. stories don't end where you want them to. It's true, and I feel that way when I read books, and it's like, oh, like when I read The Hunger Games, and it was like, see, this is what it's like to have PTSD. But it's like, I don't want to read Katniss with PTSD. She's yeah. not fun to read. No, then it's just tiring. Yeah, and I, that's why I thought. I skipped that last book altogether. You, you should. That's what I hear. She was just a PTSD puddle by you, the end of it. Pretty much, I mean, not that we're going to go The real human here, experience, but yeah. She's basically like, I went to bed, I woke up, I'm out again. I'm so excited to read that bitch. I'm going to go I'm gonna go hide in a closet for a while. Yeah. God. That's what happens to thanks real heroes. Thanks for joining us on The Patch, The Patch. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we will uh, be back next week. I think Game Club is not for another two weeks. Game, Game Club is first week of March. You've been doing your homework? Playing Life is Strange? Yeah, we got five episodes, Played bro. episode one so far. That's nice work. Gotten. That's some uh, progress. A lot, of, a lot more fucks in that than I thought there were going to be, and a lot of me going, oh, no, Eli, that's not, she said uh, ducks. Yeah. No, just just, <laughs> just start that you can hear it, can't say it rule. Right. They feel like they're getting something by being able to hear it. Oh. Like they're like getting in on the secret a little bit. Oh. And it turns out it's just a lot easier. That yeah. makes so much sense. So when Eli's like, now. what did she say? Fuck. That's what she said. You yell it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bye. Have a nice <laughs> see you next time.